Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. What's up, everyone? Good morning. Welcome into Bet the Edge on this lovely Thursday. Of course, he is Drew Dinsick, the whale capper. I'm your host, Sarah Perlman. We appreciate all of you with us here on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. It is an unusually busy night in the NBA for a Thursday, so Corey Parson coming on in just a few minutes to help us determine which games we should be circling here and betting on for tonight. And Brad Thomas is back with us to not only break down the only Premier League teams in action this weekend, but he also has angles on some Bundesliga matches, which will be super fun to get into. And of course, we have our edge of the day, our best bets, and a lot more coming up here on Bet the Edge, powered by PointsBet. Drew, how are we doing? Oh, we're doing okay. I wish uh, NBA had broken a little bit more more in my direction last night. Got the Utah Jazz home by the hair of my chitty-chin-chin, but I need that one as a bailout play ultimately because uh, both the uh, New York Knicks did not show up and the Indian. I'm not going to let you be collapsed. tough on yourself. Ugh. I'm not letting you be tough on yourself in the NBA. It's impossible. You've had Honestly, the – it's getting it's been it's been tough lately to get a read on the card here we're kind of coming in towards all-star break trade deadline motivations look a little suspect uh we're getting a couple of team level performances that are like what was that um and uh yeah so the the chaos that may ensue over the next month is going to be a little bit i'm i'm, I'm sensing turbulent that much more turbulent pressure on your head. handicap for this show <laughs> people are listening and they're saying drew just figure it out Fix your rest advantage and model. You've had a solid season. Ridiculous. So we'll keep it going. We'll figure it out. But we begin with something. Now, you spend a lot of time in the NBA and handicapping it sure. perfectly. But there's something else that you spend a lot of time on handicapping that people are excited for. It's the Winter Olympics, which the opening ceremony, excuse me, is live on NBC and Peacock this Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern. And I'm fired up to watch that and, of course, all of the events. But people joining us now and listening after want to know what you have circled betting wise. So let's begin with women's alpine skiing. That is the first event on Sunday. I know something you spent a lot of time now getting ready for. So let's hear it as we look at the favorites. Anything standing out in this market as we get ready for the Winter Olympics? Yeah. So speaking of being tough, I've been tough on Team USA's hopes for these Olympics in particular, just because we're not Maybe taking that. We're not taking the strongest team over here. Uh, it's a little spooky, uh, but we there are a couple athletes that I think are worth pointing out here that we ought to take some shots on. And the first is obviously the lovely Michaela Schifrin. She is the reigning champion in the women's giant slalom. 
And the Giant Slalom is an event where they basically have to run the course twice. It basically it demands perfection. It's a challenging event. Uh, you know, you have to be, your technique has to be flawless. And in my opinion, she's the best women's Giant Slalom skier in the world. And it's not particularly close. Now, we are getting a very favorable price here. She is plus 275 right now to win this event. Uh, currently at points bet. I bet into this at about plus 300. And the handicap is pretty straightforward. There really are only two realistic competitors here, Michaela Schifrin and Sarah Hector. Sarah Hector does not have the same financial success over her career. She doesn't have the same backing, uh, definitely not the same you know, team in you know, to support her, her for these Olympics. And the only reason that the market is kind of split between these two skiers is because Sarah Hector got the better of her the last handful of races that they've done on the World Cup circuit. Now, I will contend, having looked at these performances, that Michaela Schifrin raced the first two events, got gold in the giant slalom in both of those events, and then basically said, okay, I'm in form. I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to risk picking up an injury because I need to be right for these Olympics. The women's giant slalom is the first event on the calendar in the Alpine skiing for, uh, for the women. And I think she realistically, she comes into this event, she takes gold and basically her job is done for these Olympics. This is really her only realistic shot at getting a gold, honestly. Um, so Michaela Schifrin to win gold in the women's giant slalom. Plus 275 is a good price. I would bet this down to actually about plus 180. I think that's reasonably fair price for her to win this gold. Okay, so looking at a great number there, as you said, plus 275 for Michaela Sheffrin, starting out fresh and uh, kind of knowing this is her spot to take gold. So also getting a, a USA medal in there to go against your overall medal count that you expect for Team USA. Love that. What else? What else should we look for, whether it's this weekend or throughout, Ooh. that you think there's an edge to be had that we should bet on right now in the Olympics throughout your handicap here, Joe? Well, there are two other two other U.S. athletes that I already have in the accounts uh, having fired on to win gold. And a fun one is the men's freestyle skiing big air competition. Boop, boop, boop. This is a new event. They have never done skiing big air at the Olympics before, so it's a fun uh, addition. We're, you've sort of seen over the last handful of Olympic cycles, they trickled the X Games sports into the Olympics because that draws Without viewership. And it's fun. It's great. It's got me locked in. It's mm -hmm. crazy, right? And um, so the current market leader is a uh, Czechoslovakian fellow, I believe. Uh, oh, sorry, Austrian. Matej Svancer. And uh, he is the market favorite because he won the World Cup in Steamboat Springs back in December. He barely, barely, barely edged out the United States' Alex Hall in that big air event. And honestly, when you go back and if you want to watch any of the highlights or clips of the X Games in Aspen just last month, Alex Hall landed the first ever 2160 in competition. 2160, if you're not familiar with the way that they do, uh, you know, the, 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 the math on this, that is six complete rotations. And I could not believe it when I saw it myself. I couldn't even count. It was so crazy. The judges didn't really even know how to score it because it's never been done before. And so Alex Hall, if he lands that trick in this competition, it's very, very hard for me to see how he loses. So Alex Hall at plus 370 is in my account to win the men's big air ski. That's going to be uh, a phenomenal event. Phenomenal oh, yeah. event. Cannot yes. wait to watch that. Okay, so electric there. Hall plus 370. Mm. Everyone's looking forward to watching that. The scoring is going to be wild. So hopefully he takes home gold. Um, yes. I know you had one other thing here circled. That we're yeah, getting one, other, one other. Pressure's yeah, on. One, I'm asking for a lot of points. I mean, this is, this is a crazy long shot. It's the men's speed skating long track. So this is not the, you know, the, like honestly, like the short track is roller derby. It's chaos. Pick a long shot. Um, men's longer oval is a little bit more predictable. You know, we have some idea of form. It's it's a little more of just kind of 
evaluating the athletes. And the United States' is Joey Mantia uh, is the world's fastest 1,500-meter speed skater in competition over the last calendar year. In fact, he has skated the fastest 1,500 going back the last three years. And somehow he is plus 450 right now to win the 1,500 meters. I bet this at plus 510. I think Fair is closer to plus 250 here. Um, this, they, you know, this is a realistic challenge. You know, There are some very, very good skaters in this field. This is one of the premier events of the men's uh, long track speed skating program. However, Mantia absolutely is in peaking form right now. He is uh, in December of 2021. He was hitting career personal records in this event. And so he is in perfect form to do some damage at these Olympics. Why is he such a long price? I cannot answer that question for you. Uh, you know, maybe somebody knows something about the, you know, his major competitor is a Chinese skater. Perhaps that guy has had free run of this course and gotten to practice on it and really prepared is very familiar. And this is his home ice essentially. Um, but if you just look at uh, time performances over the last three seasons, Joey Mantia should be the favorite in this market, in my opinion. So we'll take him as a long shot in the men's yeah, 1500 meter. Right. Take Mantia. This is Tuesday, 5.30 a.m. Eastern, by the way. So those are all of your picks. And I feel like you uh, you wanted to take some Team USA members after I gave you some, you know, a little bit of grief. For well, not we're shooting for the, the middle. Market. We're going under on their gold medal total, but then we're going to hit everyone no, that they this. get. And in all <laughs> That's the, plan. the markets really did just open yes. up. So if you do like a lot of these plays, which I do, these are better to bet now with global markets. Drew talked about a lot on game time yesterday how these markets are going to start to move as people start betting into them as we get closer to all of these events. Speaking of that, Bet the Edge is expanding. Drew and I host Bet the Edge Game Time on Wednesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern to get you armed with all the last-minute insight, information, and trends you'll need to make your wagers before the games begin. So make sure to check it out on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. That's right. It's a ton of fun. We had a great show yesterday. Everybody who we had on brought it yesterday. Uh, Matt Bernier came on. He was like, I like the wild lane, the goals. They win like an absolute no doubter against the Chicago. You're not straight fire yeah, with NHL Absolutely. plays. It's out of control. Uh, we got a live hit from the, uh, you know, from the caps. And, you know, the, the angle there was, well, there's going to be a lot of goals scored in this game. Eight goals later, you know, the over was a pretty clean winner there. So, you know, it's, it's been a, uh, it's been a fun uh, start to that. And definitely check out game time Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, dove into the NBA market, but we got to go back to it today because a lot of games, as I said, off the top of the show. So we bring in our very own Corey Farson to help us break down the NBA slate, the fantasy exec. I forgot what you called yourself last week. Was it the exec on ice? Yeah, is that what we were using? The exec on ice. And I'm glad we started there. Drew, what is your Olympic medal total prop? Because I'm the exec on the Olympics. I want to bet that exec at the games. Yeah, so the uh, in general, I'm low on Norway. I'm low on the United States. I'm high on Canada. I'm high on Russia. I'm high on Germany. Uh, but uh, it's uh, the metal markets this year just aren't. There's not as much liquidity as there usually is. I don't know why. I can't answer it. But uh, so we're gonna hit these. We're gonna hit these event by event, and we're gonna just rack up these plus two hundred, plus three hundred, plus five hundred winners. All right, cool. I'm, I'm with that. He's not only the exec on ice, he's now the exec for the Olympics. This guy is an executive of all, including the association. Let's go there tonight right now, Corey. And let's begin with something that I was a little surprised as we got your plays earlier this morning, and we're going to fire them off here. And I'm excited to hear your analysis. It's the Detroit Pistons getting seven against the Timberwolves. Saw that you were taking the dog here, and I'm a little confused. But listen, 
You're the fantasy exec. You handicap the NBA. You know better than me. What's with the seven points with Detroit? What's intriguing you for this one? I think the, the big intrigue with this one right here was a couple things, to be honest with you. And start with the fact that the Detroit Pistons are playing good basketball at home. Since the beginning of January, they're 5-2 ATS at home, even 4-3 and three on the money line in their home building. This season as home dogs, they are 11-10. and 10. So that's the first piece of the equation. And listen, we know how good the Timberwolves have played this season, you know, working themselves into the playing tournament. But let's pump the brakes a little bit. Now we're going to lay seven points on the road with the Timberwolves. That's not really a smart bet. As a matter of fact, the Timberwolves 0-7 ATS in their last seven road games. So this is a play right here to the Pistons. Um, and then you should watch the broadcast, too, because, like, the Pistons' home broadcast <laughs> – it's very, it's, it's a good watch. You know, it what I'm a good, it's a great watch. That is a great call. A little plus EV sprinkle there. Definitely watch the Pistons <laughs> home broadcast. Strong agree with you. And yeah, I mean, uh, there are a lot of question marks here on the uh, available bodies for the T-Wolves. So I don't mind taking a shot there at all. Uh, speaking of question marks, I see you have the Hawks circled against my sons. Yeah. And while I am not betting my sons tonight, uh, no, thank you. Uh, there is a huge question mark in this game surrounding Trey Young. Do you expect Trey Young to go? And is that the uh, actionable angle here and taking a shot on the dog? Yeah, I'm taking a shot on the dog tonight. And listen, it, it's just as tough to explain this because the Suns, they just don't lose. But <laughs> we do have a situation where the Hawks are winners of seven to eight. Now, mind you, this is actionable if Trey Young plays. The Hawks winners of seven to eight. You get Bogey back out there. I like the way Kevin Hurd is playing. DeAndre Hunter's healthy. So you're starting to see the Hawks round into the team they were in the second half of the season last year. So I think they got a big second half coming up so they can be, you know, in the playing tournament and get back into the playoffs. Like I said, winners of uh, seven in their last eight, six and one at home in their last seven. That's all I can tell you. There's really no reason to fade the Suns outside of, you know, just come back the other way. Atlanta Hawks catching four and a half. At some point during this game, if you can get the Suns, at like minus a dollar twenty, minus a dollar twenty-five, I would take a shot to try to middle this one right here. I'm not saying the Hawks are going to win this game, but I think it's a one-possession game, and I, you know, I can see the Suns getting the victory, but I do like the Hawks to cover the number. The can't lose Phoenix Suns. They've won 10 straight road games. But listen, we're showing right now on our tools that you can check out on NBCSportsEdge.com. This is fascinating. Looking at the line opening at five and a half. Now we're down to four. So money coming in on the home team and the side you're backing here, the Atlanta Hawks. 78% of the bet count coming in on the Suns. So something's happening where money's coming in on the Suns, but the line going the other way with the Atlanta Hawks. That's a good sign heading into tonight's matchup. Um, one final one, a game that I know I'm not betting on, and I really doubt that our guy Drew's betting on. It's the Clippers playing the Lakers. And this is a tough cap. I was really surprised to see this one again on your card because two teams that I certainly don't have a read on. We'll see what happens right now with LeBron and what he means to this number, if he's going to go or not. What's your handicap for this and which side do you like? Yeah, I, I was on the Lakers last night. So that actually is the first time this season I've been on the Lakers. How about that? And then I'm coming right back tonight, going right back to the Lakers, but I'm going with the Clippers tonight. I don't get it. I don't know. It's like Reggie Jackson and Nicholas Batum and a whole bunch of vagabonds. And I'm kind of like, wow, these dudes are actually putting together some wins. Are seven and three ATS in their last 10. But what I do like is the Clippers as, as underdogs. They're undervalued. 14 and 11 this season as dogs. And the Lakers, like, I, I just can't with the, with the Lakers. The Lakers are in the tough spot right now. I understand, you know, no LeBron James. They're all coming off a victory. But I do like a situation in where I'm late at number with the um, with the Clippers. 
because I think the Lakers are just like the Lakers are not in good form right now. Well, the Clippers, on the other hand, even though they don't have the pieces, their main pieces, they're still finding a way to put it together. So I do like the Clippers in this situation. Yeah, you can't stop Luke Kennard. You can only hope to contain him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, these dudes. I mean, just they, they, they just bringing these players out of, off the bench. And I'm like, wow, these guys are playing good. So shout out to the Clippers. They're keeping it going right now. I mean, if you look at the Western Conference, I believe they're like the eight and the nine seed, the Clippers and the Lakers. So they're going to play in like a playing tournament game this year. Who would have thunk? Yep. Yeah, I think some people would have thought so. Drew warned us before the season about especially the Lakers. I think you saying, and your analysis was incredible, and I love your your plays for tonight, but you saying, I just can't with the Lakers is pretty much the motto of this show. If you bet on the Lakers, you just can't with the Los Angeles Lakers. Corey's on Twitter, at the fantasy exec there, and you could read more of his NBA handicap on NBCSportsEdge.com. And, of course, check him out on Bet the Edge on Wednesday mornings as he hosts with Von Belzell, crushes it, and gives out awesome plays there. Corey, thank you, my friend. Everybody have a good one. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The NFL playoffs are here, and NBC Sports Edge Plus is giving you a special offer. Get 15% off an Edge Plus annual subscription throughout the playoffs when you use promo code PLAYOFF15. Get every tool for every game at one low price. It is easier than ever to play and wager with confidence when you have NBC Sports Edge Plus. What do you say? Talk a little soccer. By the way, great call by you, Drew, last night. With Team USA taking him on the goal line, that was fantastic. Three to nil win. That was uh, looked cold, but Weird a very scene. necessary victory. <laughs> yeah. um, Brad, we appreciate you joining the show. We have Brad Thomas joining us live now to break down the only Premier League game this weekend. <laughs> and I'd be lying if I said I was fired up to watch this game. But if there's money on the game, we're going to watch it. Of course, we're talking about the bottom of the the Premier League table. Burnley and Watford playing right now. Burnley plus one twenty. Watford plus two thirty five. This is one p.m. On Saturday, what are you thinking here? Curious, uh, curious to get your read on the only Premier League game available to bet on. This is like, I don't know, when you go to a relative's house and you don't want to go and all they're doing is talking, you want to play on your phone, but you can't. It's one of those things where you're just forced. It's, it's, it's gross. But there's some angle, there's an angle here that if me being a true degenerate where I, I really want to bet, I can, I can find an angle. So I'm going to back both teams to score. For those who don't know, these are two of the worst teams in the Premier League. And you would be insane to think that you had an angle on betting either team to win outright or either or the draw because there's so many different outcomes. But throughout the entire season with both of these teams, what's happened is they've been leaky. 
If you look at Watford, they have zero clean sheets on the season. And then you look at Burnley, they only have four clean sheets at home. I like goals in this match. Uh, at the price we're getting, it's pretty fair. Both teams to score for both teams is hitting over 55%. And Burnley, it's three of their last four. And Watford, four of their last six. And on the Burnley side, both teams have new additions where they should be a little bit more amped and really chase to get out of that relegation zone. Like you think about Burnley, they signed uh, Weghorst from, from Wolfsburg, excuse me. And then Maxwell Cornet is coming back from AFCON. So that's a little bit more offensive firepower. And then on the Watford side, they have a new manager in Roy Hodgson. So they should be a little bit more amped to play. It's a terrible matchup, but we can root for goals because the price is not terrible. Very fair. I completely on board with this, and certainly one of those sides gets an early goal. The the uh, you know the the likelihood that there's some yeah. pressure to find the equalizer, it's just too too great. So both teams to score is a fun way to approach that one. Let's head to Deutschland, uh, the home of the Bundesliga, which has been extremely entertaining. If you haven't been watching this season, it has been a very fun season. Very high quality soccer coming out of the Bundesliga in general. Uh, what do you like this weekend as we uh, kind of round into the interesting part of the season uh, over in Germany? Yeah, when you think about the Bundesliga and you think about German soccer, first thing that comes to mind are goals. And there are teams in the Bundesliga who are more popular, like uh, Dortmund, like Bayern Munich, where the both teams to score line is just too high. So you have to go to the teams who are a little bit less popular. And I'm going to Augsburg versus Union Berlin. And I'm taking both teams to score at minus 130. So traditionally, these teams aren't really over teams, but both teams respectively at home in a way are conceding at a high clip where Augsburg is conceding 1.5 goals per match and their expected goals allowed mark is matching at 1.5 as well. And then uh, Berlin Union on the other side is allowing 1.6 goals per match and their XGA is matching. And what's really crazy if you look at both teams, like Augsburg's both teams that hit is hit in what three of their last league matches and then six of their last home matches. And uh, for Union, both teams of score is hitting an 80% of their away matches. For a team who's so good defensively, that number just jumps out on the page. And this is another one where I don't care about taking a side and I'm not going to go and take the over because this could end 1 1, but I do see both teams hitting the back of the net. Yeah, this game Saturday, 9.30 a.m., and money's coming on this. 67% of the handle on, yes, both teams to score in that one. What else? I mean, you mentioned Borussia Dortmund. <laughs> They're, of course, playing this weekend as well. On your card for Bundesliga, as we look to get involved, is there anything else that jumps that you think uh, we have some value on? Yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to get so many DMs and so many people messaging me if this falls flat. Are we just no, no. I'm actually taking probably the least popular bet in this entire matchup. I'm taking Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, first, I'm going to take them draw no bet, and I'm going to take them money line. Dortmund's probably one of the hottest teams in the Bundesliga right now, so people are going to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> there's no what Holland. Let's hear no what Holland. Here, <laughs> no Holland for Dortmund. Holland has accounted for 21 goals out of, what, the 40 they've scored this season. He's yeah. more than half of their offense, 16 goals, five assists. Also, no Mats Hummels in the back. So we have a Leverkusen side who has more than enough talent to take down and score on an already leaky uh, Dortmund team. So when you're telling me that the price for them to, if they draw, we get our money back, is more than plus 100, I think we have more than a 50-50 chance to, to score, to win. 
And when you're betting soccer, you have to chase that value because this is a matchup where if Leverkusen gets one early, they can just keep adding. Patrick Schick is chasing the golden boot. He's one of the best strikers in all of Bundesliga. They have the talent. They have the play style to to match against this Dortmund team. I don't care that Dortmund's getting 10,000 fans back this week. I don't care that Dortmund has, what, won five of their last six. That doesn't matter to me. All I care about is they don't have their most important goal funnel in Erling Holland. That is the most important thing. Without Holland, their offense is stagnant. They're getting Gio Reno back, who will not be 100%, and he will not be fluid in the offense. Give me Leverkusen at those prices every day, all day without Holland. Yeah, Leverkusen's hot right now. 5-1 yeah. last time out against Augsburg. They are filling it up. And uh, yeah, Leaky Dortmund, you got me sold, man. Last time the teams played, Dortmund did win, but it was four to three, and that was back in September. Obviously, they have their own offensive firepower and can hang along. These are awesome odds. Surprised to see this right now, as you said. Draw no bet, plus 160, and, of course, the money line, plus 245 on Leverkusen. Thank you so much, Brad. We appreciate it. Brad's on Twitter, uh, at Mr. Brad Thomas, and you can read all of his European soccer handicaps on NBCSportsEdge.com. Brad, best of luck. We'll tail you on these. We appreciate the time. Thank you. The Super Bowl next Sunday on NBC, but today at 3 p.m. Eastern, get an edge on your wagers for the Bengals-Rams matchup by joining Drew, Warren Sharp, and myself on Bet the Edge Blitzing the Board. We'll dig into the side and total and handicap other markets where we see value to bet right now. So check us out on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel or on Peacock throughout the weekend as we get ready for the Super Bowl. That'll be a fun show to get into later, Drew, and we'll talk all about the Super Bowl. But for now, on Bet the Edge, the morning edition, we give out our edge of the day. That is our best bet, our luck, and I don't want to hear it about the NBA card. I just want your play. I heard Corey going through a lot of the games. So what do you got in store for tonight? Couldn't find a side to get involved with tonight, so I'm going with the total. So it is Uh, a tough card. Well, I wasn't going to say it, but I know, but now I wasn't going to let you say it, but now you're going with the total. It is is a tough, I was coming with the end around to this is a tough card. Uh, It is a a very challenging handicap tonight, Um, but there is one total on the board that sings to me, and it is the Chicago Bulls versus the Toronto Raptors. Bulls, one of the highest paced teams in the NBA. Bulls missing a couple of their key defensive guards in this contest. Toronto Raptors coming into a social bank arena that does not have fan interference and really a depressed total here because the Toronto Raptors last time out played against the Miami Heat who slow it down and who have an incredible defensive matchup specifically for Toronto. Now this should be uh, you know a game that's decided by the winner in the 115 point range and so with the total sitting at 222 and a half and a relatively narrow spread I think this one goes over uh, fair total here for me is 224 so anything better than 224 I am playing an over uh, and as you can see there's been a little bit of a market pushing this down giving us a little bit of an advantage opportunity to get involved with this total so let's get some points let's run some let's run the floor let's see chicago continue to push this uh and then ultimately i think toronto gets the win i think they cover by by the hook probably uh i have this one in the 115 111 ballpark okay so maybe they'll cover win by four here this opened at 224 and a half and as you just obviously gave your play, we're looking at 222 and a half. So now you'll be the other side bringing this 
back over, just looking and you're talking about, you know, the Bulls doing their part here. The Bulls have scored 120 plus points in three straight games and given up 115 plus points in those three straight games. So really surprised to see this tick down. Now we're taking the over 72% of the handle now coming in on the over at points bet. So we'll tail you on this rather busy Thursday uh, night card in the NBA. For me, I go to college basketball and I'm excited for this game per usual. This is Arizona UCLA. And we talked about this game last week on our show where if you watch that UCLA got a huge victory at home, but now I like the other side. This is a huge revenge game after Arizona just got crushed in Los Angeles. Now Arizona is at home, and this is pretty close through to a must-win game for Arizona. They're now coming into this game. They've won six of their last seven. That loss came to UCLA. And if you watch how they bounce back after that loss, they had a really big win over Arizona State over the weekend. In their schedule, why this is almost a, a must-win game, pretty easy for the remainder of the season as they finish out through uh, beginning of March. They have one ranked opponent left. That's USC, ranked number 19 right now. That's coming up this weekend. I know Ken Palm had this as a five-point favorite, but there has to be adjustments that are lacking with this line. Jaime Jaquez will not be 100%. He's dealing with that ankle injury I saw for UCLA still. And then Juzang, actually, um, I know that he didn't practice all week because of COVID protocols, so he probably is available to go tonight. But having not been in the best shape with COVID protocols, had to sit out and not be at the facilities. He might be a little rusty. So Arizona, big revenge spot. I laid the six and a half, and now it's up to seven. So getting a little bit of agreement here. But uh, this should be a fantastic game, and I hope Arizona gets the big blowout win at home tonight. Well, 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 how the turntables have yes. turned. We're getting a little uh, a little bounce back here for the Wildcats. I could not agree with you more. I think this is a fun, uh, actionable angle. And uh, best of luck to you in Arizona. Yeah, looking now, Arizona shot just under 20% from the three over their last two games. Some positive regression possibly mm. coming in this game. Going to have Arizona in a bounce back revenge <laughs> spot, laying the points in the Pac-12. So this will be a fantastic game. Those are our two plays and, of course, a plethora of plays in both soccer and NBA from Corey and Brad earlier in the show. Thanks for joining us here on Bet the Edge, powered by PointsBet. He's Drew Densick. I'm Sarah Perlman. We appreciate you being with us. Best of luck with all your wagers, and we'll see you tomorrow. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.